0: Pitfall number three. Ignorance. In 1976, John Smith opened a clothing store in a small town in Tennessee. In 2003, after hearing such hype about the Internet, Mr. Smith had a local kid develop a website for his store. They posted it on the web and sat back waiting for orders. Nothing was done to promote the site, and three years later, the record showed no sales and few site visitors. Now, it was 2006, and his son, John Jr., had studied internet marketing in college. John Jr. told his father, I'm going to sell shirts on the internet. His father replied, I've tried that. The internet simply does not work. John Jr. invested a few hundred dollars to launch and market his site. Within a year, he had doubled the sales from his father's store, all on the internet. Aside. Just because it does not work for you doesn't mean it won't work for someone with a different skill set. As it turned out, the Internet did work as a sales tool for the one who knew how to use it. In this case, ignorance on the part of the dad had led to failure. The Kelly Snyder oil field of Scurry County, Texas is a classic case of how thinking, if it doesn't work for me, it won't work for you, can cost billions of dollars. In 1948, a sleepy, first-year geologist working for Humble Oil was drilling through 200 feet of rock he did not recognize. The shows of oil were intermittent and inconsistent, and there was no oil production nearby from that depth. He was focused on the company's objective, a deeper horizon, and didn't realize the value of what he saw. On his advice, Humble plugged the well. Two years later, Standard Oil obtained the rights and re-entered the well. They made it into a producer that went on to extend the Kelly-Snyder field several miles. The Standard geologists saw shows of oil, porosity, and production within 15 miles of the location, and in their mind, that meant success. The geologists at Humble had a totally different opinion, which caused them to pass up the opportunity of a lifetime. Today, This multi-million barrel oil field contains over 1,600 producing oil wells and produced over 210,000 barrels of oil per day at its peak. This field, initially dismissed by the best of professional oil finders, remains one of North America's premier oil discoveries of the 20th century. A 100-room motel was built in the 1940s on the main thoroughfare between Dallas and Los Angeles. It was a great success in its heyday. Over the years, the motel changed hands several times and became less successful. As market forces changed, and as the various owners didn't keep up with innovations and maintenance, the property fell to the bottom of the market. Then, in 2000, a new owner purchased the facility with a vision for success and the appropriate amount of capital. He paid attention to the business and was a master at the details that make for successful hospitality. The building was spruced up the lawns were manicured, the pool was repaired and painted, the restaurant, reception area, bedrooms, and baths were remodeled. Today, the old motel yields well over 30% on equity yearly. The owner has further parlayed this initial success into a venture that includes at least five additional properties, all doing well in their own right. You are probably familiar with the story of FedEx, whose founder, Fred Smith, tried and failed several times to launch the innovative idea of overnight package delivery into the marketplace. He was frequently undercapitalized. He was told how it needed to be done by people who did not share his vision for success. He was not allowed to execute his plan the way he knew it needed to be executed, all which led to failure after failure. But Mr. Smith kept trying. He continued working the idea until someone with the proper vision and capital stepped up to the plate. Today, FedEx posts revenues over $65 billion annually, delivering over 14 million packages a day. As a young and eager investor, I lived two hours from a population center of 2 million. In my hometown, at the intersection of two major highways, 100,000 cars pass by daily. My location was absolutely ideal for a regional outlet mall. I personally invested several thousand dollars in the initial stages of the development plan, including renderings, feasibility studies, and construction budgets. I took my package and scheduled meetings with several national outlet mall managers about locating in my area. In one of my meetings with the largest outlet mall management company in America, the company's CEO looked me in the eye and said, Paul, I appreciate your research and presentation. It is accurate and meshes with my research. But you just don't have the market to support even a small facility. He proceeded to outline the demographics that made an outlet mall work, and to my surprise, he was right. And what he said made perfect sense. I did not have even half the necessary market or traffic patterns with the right income structure to make my plan development work. My plan was a waste of time and money and this man knew it. That day, I learned not to argue with a man who has superior information and experience. Once I recovered from my disappointment, this was a major breakthrough in my education about investing in private equity. He very kindly educated me and I remain grateful for this education to this day. Aside, ignorance of the facts can be a major pitfall in the private equity investing world.